Hello. Hello. Heavy breather. You're listening to our show. You've made the life choice to, to uh, tune into this. And if you don't think that's a reflection on everything else going on in your life, then I envy the uh, self-delusion. But, you know, you stick with your choice and you start telling other people and you build a community and you... Next thing you know, you have people living with you and your whole yard is taking over full of people and you're, you're housing and people and, you know, everyone's in robes and... <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it would be maybe be more like a leper colony where yeah. you like go to a little island and then everyone's kind of got the same... Instead of it being like a physical disease, it would be like a, a brain disease. Right. Well, it'd, um, it'd be physical too. I mean, come on. There'd be a little <laughs> little physicality to it. There would be a there would be a physical element. That's true. I I don't want to. The brain would take a physical toll. It would make a physical. It would take a physical toll. The amount of brain that what the brain would do to the muscles. Yeah. It's it, what are we talking it, about here? It's a, it's a holistic thing. The, the the mind and the body. It's all connected. It's one thing. You know, you can't yep. treat one part of your body and not the other. You know, if your no. if your toenails are getting too long, then that's going to affect you know your hair. Uh, yeah, your heart rate, um, the thickness of your blood. It all it's yep. all connected. The waxiness of the skin. You know mm-hmm. that that has an effect on. The way that your the the oil shimmers on your feet, right? That kind the, of thing. The the excretions that your your body the the pores and glands. I think your glands excrete stuff sometimes. Right. All the, that the stuff. Excrete and the discrete. <laughs> it's <laughs> in in and out. It's like a that's like a pump. It's going both ways. It's a two yeah. way street. Oh, I, you know, I don't know. Some people might have nice glands. I don't know. I, I don't want to make any assumptions. You know, I don't want. I don't want anybody get get mad at us. I don't mm-hmm. want to say you're, you have nice glands. Yeah, I don't want to be too superficial. But if I see someone with nice glands, like I can't help but feel something. Right. And, you know, maybe if I was your person, your person with feelings, yeah. and it's just they, if it enters your body, you you can't turn away from it. If I was a more coarse man, I might say something, right. uh, you know, uncouth, but I just keep it to myself. I, write, I have a right. little diary. Like you would whisper to somebody, be like, I can, I can feel there's a gland <laughs> secreting something. It's, in, it's in pulsating. This area of your body. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this actually, it feels warm right here. <laughs> it's <laughs> like know, it's there's like, an odd heat coming yeah, it's, off it's, of my it's, body. You know, it's doing, it's working overtime and you can feel that. And then there's also a sexual desire. And you know mm-hmm. that. You know, there's also going to be a love relationship. It'll be, you know, father, son, you know, yep. lactating. Yeah. Some people, you know, are attracted to, to butts or, you know, breasts. I, for me, a hot gland. That's what mm-hmm. I like to see or feel, I guess. And a half man, half horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something biblical. Right. Because there's that in the Bible. They, Jesus talks a lot about that. He's like, oh, the half man, half horse entered the room naked again. Yeah, the the island of Doctor Moreau is a it's yeah. a, a biblical parable. It's yeah, a, they took it out. It's in the first Bible. Yeah, the old, yeah the the, the, the one of the early chapters. Yeah, the lost that, scriptures. The, yeah, the, the 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 what is it? The Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, but they just the they thrown it underneath a toilet. You know, like an old. Yeah, it's like in like the there's all that like the sex the, dungeon. The Jewish stuff, like the, the you know, if you're like a, 
Kabbalah. You know, they have all those ex- extra books in there, and some of that gets into mm. the Do- Island of Doctor Moreau stuff. Right. Yeah. It gets it goes really deep. That's where the space aliens come, and and you know they like, and then you realize that there's actually a colony of space aliens living inside of us, and they are. You know their vessels are certain blood parasites, and they they they're that small. They ride in them, and they you know take over Infesting your body. You. Uh, speaking Fester. of which, um, Chick Corea just died. My favorite Scientologist. Yeah, his music sounds kind of festering. <laughs> it's true. He was he was writing. He was like right. You know, trying to embody that idea in his in his song. Right. The songs that he wrote yeah i mean return to forever the one uh the, the one the the red one yeah where have i known you i was just listening to it's that it's really good that was the record that uh i found in my grandpa's tape collection yeah. oh it wow. was like it was all classical music except for uh return to forever where have i known you before and uh isaac hayes the shaft soundtrack so like in the seventies, I I assume he was like I'm like I gotta check out like, like pop culture rock, like what's like you know what are the yeah. kids listening to or whatever. Well, that's cool. My dad was like I listened to the band Chicago. I have all <laughs> nine of their records. You but know, yeah, I have like, they were nice, and he would he would keep them nice, and he would take them out and show them, shine them for you. She had shine them up and stuff. They were all <laughs> leather bound. You know, they were very well made. My my mother was constantly, t- you know, her it was a full time job taking after them. Really, I mean, yep. they needed a lot of attention. The it's it's like a hyperbolic chamber in there. You can't. There's no dust. Right. If dust touches she, any of the Chicago records, but then, also there's an immense pressure in the room, and you know you can only be in there for 15 minutes before your yeah, body yeah. physically dies. Your eardrums <laughs> implode, <laughs> and so she's in there just dying. But she gets out in time, you know, of course, because yeah. but she does it for love, and she loves my father. Yeah, true love. Um, it's like a uh, John Hughes movie. It should be. It, should, it could have been the third Pretty in Pink or whatever it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It would be about that. Totally. Yeah, it's a nice story. You should write it. But yeah, I have like a connection to that record because I listened to it when I was like sixteen. That Return to Forever album. Yeah. It holds up. There's some good, some good jams. It's oh, like yeah. some of the Return to Forever get stuff gets really corny, and this stuff is pretty oh, yeah. corny too. But it's. Uh, I mean, it's all pro- progressive. That's why I like that one because it's kind of proggy. It kind of like. It goes on these like crazy lines and it starts, it's like really jazz, like almost like, how do you even describe it? Like it's almost punky in a way, you know? Yeah. It but, goes into weird directions where like it gets like funky yeah. all of a sudden and then I'll like twist around into some other direct, you I mean, know, it's very uh, much like Miles Davis, you know, like they're like on the corner or something like maybe more like kids doing it, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, it's like, it was proggy, like, there's like 20 different parts in each song, yeah. and then, like, all the crazy solos and stuff, whereas, like, on the corner, it was, like, yeah. pretty droney. Yeah, droney. Pretty droney. It's it's more, yeah, on the corner is more like Steve Reich, eight, music for 18 musicians, and that, like, the parts slowly change, and then there's that, you know, the one horn, you know, doing the over the, over the top or yeah. whatever. I yeah. can't drive 55. <laughs> he's he's like using phrasing from that song. Yeah. Miles Davis. Well, that's a Miles like, Davis song. He just took it from that. It was just a yeah. horn part. And Miles Davis, you know, he was, yep. you know, and he, and during his shows, he would fly in on a parachute. And that's where Sam Hagar got that from when he flies into court during the song's video. Right. It's just artists being inspired from each other and they build on the, yeah. the, the foundation. Miles Davis, I mean, he handed him the key. He said, you now, Sammy Hagar, will, <laughs> Take will the carry the torch. Yeah, it's beautiful. And he, it's cool he to see. It to 
culture, you know, evolve and like, yeah. you know, just art uh, changes yeah. and becomes better over time. It's like Miles Davis Miles was good, Davis, but that Sammy Hagar was yeah. great. I mean, I, I want to say, I can't understate the fact, overstate the fact that that Miles Davis really respected Sammy Hagar. <laughs> he was thrilled. But the whole thing was like his dream come true. It's like yeah. his protege. He's like, no, I can die. Yeah, I can die now. My protege is, he's, his wings have spread and he's, he's flying so yeah. high and then he's going to parachute down into that courtroom. Right. I'm going to watch you do it. You're like a son. You're like a son to me now. You're yeah. my son. I'll come, I come to your house whenever I want. I'm your father. <laughs> or raid your fridge for the cold cuts in there. No, you can't drive 55. No, you drive, can't drive 55. It's your turn. <laughs> it's your turn to <laughs> Sammy, not drive. Sammy Hagar. That's the conversation they had on the phone. He just got scared and did the song. He's just yeah. like, well, I was scared and I was worried Miles Davis would kill me, so I, I did the video <laughs> he asked me to do. He's a very unstable man. I didn't want to upset him. So I wrote the song, you know, yep. with his lyrics. Yep. He wrote the his, lyrics. History, you know, was was born in that moment. The, an inflection point that amazing. in history. That's what I would do, yeah, if I was like a really famous musician. I would either hi- blackmail or hire mm-hmm. uh, one of the other. other musicians to write, you know, to do my songs. Yep. That must be the way that it works. It's a lot of terror, I'm sure, in the music industry. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, genuinely, probably all these like creepy producers. Oh, like, I'm sure. Yeah, these guys that have been like the Epstein's of the of the uh, the old yeah, like, the, record was, like, industry. The, oh man, the, I'm sure it's deep. The the like the Backstreet Boys guy that's like a weird sex creep. Oh yeah, He's, like all those. Like, I have no bands. idea. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate no him. <laughs> I don't like him. That beady like, guy with the beady eyes. And you say yes. No, oh, yeah, no, no, had, no, no, no. And you go, no, his eyes were very sultry and sumptuous. He had huge doe eyes. Beautiful. You get lost in them. No, that's the thing. You can't talk bad about his eyes, okay? You get mad. You get def- <laughs> defensive about it. <laughs> He's a terrible man, but the most beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. So it's, wait, it's a Backstreet Boys uh, manager I think so. or one of the Backstreet Boys? I think he was like the producer. Like yeah, maybe they're, I don't know. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. There was some he guy was a, that was he like. He was a guy that watched them. He was just a boy a that watched him in the, in the, in the, from the bushes. He's a bad. Right. Well, I can't hear you all of a sudden. Can you hear me? Yeah. That was weird. It's not like it's like, uh, you know, J- Jimmy, the main singer guy's barber. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. I mean, I don't know what his job was, right. so I, I guess. Backstreet Could have been boy. the barber. That Backstreet Boy. The, I mean, they just, I'll, yeah. I'll Google it later. I don't look. I don't. I don't like the Backstreet Look, then I say no to the Backstreet Boys, okay? I'm going to say it on this show. We're saying it on this show. Now it's your turn, Terry Gross, all the other or people. Or at least the, that producer guy that was exploiting them. Who? Oh, yeah. I think they were victims here. Like, he was, like, I'm, like doing weird stuff where he wanted to watch him go to the bathroom and, you know, stuff uh, like that. Okay, I don't know. Any, I don't want to talk about this. I have no clue any about the Backstreet Boys. They have, they're in their troubled past. Yeah. But it sounds like Maurice, you do, and I think you should have your own show like about a spin it. It could off. be a twenty-four, you know, part series over three weeks, and people could tune in and you talk about the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, we get um, the what the the miss uh, the like 
uh, like one of the, like the This American Life people to produce it or go to Gimlet. Maybe yeah. they, they produce it and we do like a mini series. I'll have you on as a guest. Yeah. And it's just you riffing on the Backstreet Boys for, you know, 24 hours spread out, you know, all these episodes. Mostly, yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, look, you've, it's basic, basic stuff, some Google searches. That's about it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm really gonna have to do some searches. Okay, Louis J. Perlman. With the, uh, you, you type in a naughty Backstreet Boy. <laughs> I, I tweeted. <laughs> or I, I googled Backstreet Boys producer predator sex I, creep. This guy's face. Yeah, he's sex the, pest. He was the creator of the Backstreet Boys okay, and In yeah. Sync. Well, that makes sense. And of course, uh, he's like, I will create a, a creepy sex den. And it will spread like a a virus. Yeah, and he did had like oh, he did. There's a there's a section in his Wikipedia uh, under the header Ponzi scheme. So that's cool. I love a good uh, multi level marketing thing. That's what he's in the church. He's doing something for the church. Yeah. If we could get in, like we've talked about this before, if we get in on a Ponzi scheme at the top and right, then the top. start, you know. Yeah. Uh, reaping the benefits. That's why you got to ask. That's the thing. If somebody's offering you say, look, what level am I at? And, they, and they'll tell you, right. you know, they have, they have to, by law, tell you, you yeah. are about, three, if it's, you see a pyramid and there are six levels, yep. you're, you're halfway down. Yeah. And you and say, we want, eh, my chances are 50, 50 then. Yeah. Maybe I can still scrape, scrape by a little bit of, yeah. you know, positive net income from this. Right. I don't know what we sell. You know, I mean, I like the, the like weird uh, nootropics that um, like the right wing guys sell. Like maybe we could get on that. Right. It's like uh, the the Infowars guy. And well, I and think we should sell uh, you know bandages and mm-hmm. foot braces, leg braces. You know, like um, like uh, you know discount off spec medical equipment. Medical that, equipment. You know, like but but specific for. You know the feet and and around the mouth area, like you know things that keep your mouth open, those kind of mm-hmm. things. Yeah, like the weird metal triceps. Yep. Um, but it's like yeah, like the and that, and that big like r- rubber nurse that's that's behind you, mm-hmm. that, that that's just propped up against the wall, and then the other guys working on your mouth, and they have that machine and it's holding your mouth open and it's just vibrating and your mouth vibrates. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite part of going to the dentist is when that happens. It is nice. Yeah. They're like, do you want to go into the chamber? Do they ever ask you? Do you say yes? Yeah. You always say yes. You want to enter the chamber. It will take two hours longer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your insurance does not cover this portion, but it, it's worth it. And, Pay we, out of and we do accept tips. <laughs> yeah. Bring cash. You bring that's of- classy, right? To tip your dentist. You'd be like, like hand him a hand him a twenty. Yeah, I like, like to count out with ones. Yeah, it makes, it hey, makes him be feel nice. You think you gotta do it before? Be nice, eh? And you put a twenty in his pocket, or like the thing where you I, not you if know, it's a woman. Take please do not. Um, there's like I, I've just seen the like crappy tip where people are like, "This is what I do when I go to a restaurant. I put down ten dollars." And that, that's the tip. And then every time the waiter does something I don't like, I t- take away one of the dollars. Oh, and then whatever's left real. is what the waiter gets. Nobody you take that, that idea and you do that with the dentist. So you just kind of put on the, your your thigh or whatever. You right. have that 20. And then you're just peeling those right. bucks back every time he like jabs you in the gums. Yeah. And then, you know, they're going to learn. They're going to see those learn. dollars going back in your that's pocket. True. You should start high and go low. 
Yeah, you want to like this is like you could get all twenty bucks if you don't poke me with in the gums. Well, ice, ice, ice. Well, I, first thing I do is I send a, a threatening email the day of my my dentist. You yeah, know, I mean it's very it, threatening, and it's borderline. You know, it's good to like make the set the stage. They know what to expect. Yeah, you're coming in with a fight. You're not going to just sit back and let them do whatever they want to do. You have to, you've got terms. Yeah. You're not one of these milk toast dental patients that just kind of cowers in there and, and, uh, you know, keeps your mouth shut on the, 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 the dental chair. You've got a point of view and you have wants and needs and you're going to ask for them. You're going to demand them. I, I kind of want to go to my daughter's dentist. She goes, she got her teeth drilled and she was just like, it was, it was great. She just did not care at all. Wow. I don't know what they did, you know, and she'd watch movies and did mm-hmm. that whole thing. Just being around children would be nice and the whole, <laughs> just a nice quiet environment. Well, that's, what, that's the problem with the dentist's office. You go there and it's just like that smell hits you and then it, it makes your anxiety just get really deep, right? Yeah. You smell that smell and then you're just like, your heart just starts pumping. I've like I've read about these like nice dentists who are like yeah you get to watch a movie pick yeah, out whatever yeah. you want to watch and or whatever and I'm just I've never found that because every time I go yeah. it's like some weird windowless room I did um, one in New York and it's just people you know kind of shuffling around with weird yeah. gates and they yeah uh, there's always like yeah the places I go it's always like you, just people screaming and running by you know it's like you're you're close to a hallway and people are constantly you know yeah, like walking the, the, by and they're just bumping into your chair. People are being drilled in other rooms, but like the drilling sound is so loud, it sounds yeah. like it's right next to you. But you look around, you can't see them, but you right. just hear them, the guy moaning and the, the tooth being yeah. hollowed out. It's just and, bouncing uh, around through this perfect, all the rooms, the way that they're set, it's just this perfect bouncing that creates yeah. a perfect reverb at a very high pitch. It's <laughs> like a Philip Glass. Yeah, like song. the sound, the, the, the sound doesn't decay as it like. Of it, pain. Yeah, it, it just like maintains its volume and re- repeats or reverberates around. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Einstein goes to the dentist. Yeah, right. That's that's going to be his next thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Goes to, gets, has, a, has a jaw surgery. <laughs> has, his, has to get all new teeth. He has to get his, his jaw dislocated so they can put new teeth in there no i don't think i will see this this concert i don't want (laughs) doors lock it's a performative piece like there's a guy no i did not i did not sign up for this this is my german accent (laughs) no this is not right it'd be cool to go to the concert and then there's a guy at you know playing einstein and he's sitting on the dental chair and then there's a dentist and they're like performing it's part of the the dentist, the drill is part of the, you know, there's a, there's yeah. horn players and pianists and the drill. I just like picture it's all a series of drills and patients. It's like seven <laughs> patients, okay. you know, and there's, there's a guy doing with a big drill and the smaller yeah. drills. And it's like, and the moans would make yeah. the, you know, bass drill and tenor drill. Yep. Yeah. Just be like Einstein on the beach, man. But, but better, yeah, honestly, but, more but emotions, cooler. Cooler. Now, more real. Like I, I've never been to a beach, but I've been to the dentist, so I can relate oh, to this. I can relate to the dentist and having seven or eight dentist offices at once. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. 
It is true it's though. Like, you you you're always like come in this room, and then you walk by, <laughs> right? When you, and then there's just that like you just as you're walking, you see the guy. Oh, he, mo- <laughs> he moans. Right yeah, always moaning. Reverberates and touches your heart. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it's always just like a windowless room and there's just nothing for you to do actually the last place i went here had a window <laughs> that was like it was like ooh, a window into the, right. in the dentist room like usually yeah. it's just beige wall that you have to stare at as the guy's like nervously yeah she's trembling as the, the drill is <laughs> yeah. how much would it cost for i want a guy to be watching me <laughs> as i have this done can i have some mm. my friend videotape it he's a he's a witness he's a notary he's he's notarizing this event oh i mean i've definitely winced and like because because they're at times they're like okay we're almost done you know i'm like oh like it's like obviously i'm in some kind of a pain (laughs) yeah i I don't think don't worry the the shots work on me i always can feel it Hmm. i need twice the amount i need to tell them i need i need one (laughs) i need one in the arm yep your 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 like teeth uh the nerves, they, they just like wrap around all the way into your head instead of just being, just sticking down a little bit. They, yeah. They're like snakes, like roots. So. They're in they'd deep. Have, they'd have to inject them in all different places in your skull. It'll, it'll be like that, that scene in uh, uh, Tommy when Tina Turner gets into the, um, like the cast, the human cast, she gets into it and then it's all the uh, syringes all of a sudden. Mm. Whoosh, it's like that. Yeah. Except, yeah. It's exactly like that. Much more low budget and with no purpose. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like just, this show, man. The intent is just to inflict pain. Just Sometimes like Sometimes that is the, the, the point. It's just in of itself. Yep. That is true. In this world, uh, sometimes the point of it all is just pain seems like and you take what you take as long as it's life as long as you're living and as long as you're experiencing what being a human being is even mm-hmm. if it's in complete pain and darkness you still want it for some reason it's been still, ingrained in our DNA still want to look good you still want to get some nice shoes or something walk yep. around and in pain with some nice shoes yeah you want to you want to strut down the street be seen uh, speaking of strutting down the street Again, I know we already talked about it, but the uh, um, BG's documentary. I had not listened to the song uh, "Saturday Night Fever" mm-hmm. in, in forever because it's, it's a song you don't want to listen to. Yeah, it's just been. But it came over. on, and just at that moment, just that first riff when it comes in, uh, you just if it was almost like I had heard it for the first time, and it was just <laughs> like this is mind-bogglingly genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's such a good groovy riff that just they nailed it 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 is that song because they they you know they they hit it out of the park yeah i mean it was like but it's also connected to a time you know a lot of uh personal you know you know weird stuff around that time 1977 or whatever i don't know if you watched that uh lover's rock movie but uh the the, starring the rock yeah but it's that Steve McQueen movie, but it, it, it's like, all, it's just basically like a, a dance party in East London or whatever, but they're, they're DJing mostly 
uh, dub music, but at one point they play Kung Fu fighting. And I was like, oh yeah, that song is kind of good. Like I just, it, just hearing it in that context. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, sort of a similar feel. I was like, oh yeah, this it's kind of a jam. Not, not, not if I just light up a joint and then <laughs> play that on my stereo and then hand you the joint. <laughs> just like, like it's time to listen to Kung Fu cool. fighting. This is cool music. It's fine. God gave it to us. We take yep. it. We do what we will. We do what we will with it. We take what we take and we do what we do. Was not was. There you go. Somebody, uh, one of our patrons uh, sent us a message and told us oh, yeah. what the what the was not was. What their big song was. What the, the, it was like, what, walk the walk, dinosaur. Walk the dinosaur. Walk the dinosaur. And I just want to say, never correct me. If I, I said that it was a different song was their hit, and if you're going to come on here in front of everybody and correct well, I'll me, argue and it. Look, I'll make argue me it. look like, like well, an idiot. Yes, obviously it was a bigger hit in this in this in the in the literal sense, but like really in the underground, what people really liked, Marius yeah. was right. Yes, the thing, and so you were wrong. <laughs> the, I'm right in that the 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 outcome, the freaks, whatever the song is called, that's the one that I had owned the 12 inch of, and I did yeah. not own Walk the Among Marius's friends. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal, okay? Big so deal. I want you to just take it back and <laughs> shut your mouth. Yeah, shut your mouth. No, thank you for, for, for you know, Googling that for us. Thank sometimes you. we Google stuff ourselves. Sometimes we need our listeners to Google stuff. It's a fun It's a fun thing people can do. Then they start, you know, we tell you to do it, and then next you start thinking you're doing it on your own, and you keep Googling. You're just Googling. Googling, Googling. Next thing you know, you're on browsers. You're trying to weave your way through there. It's, and you're, then, you're Googling on browsers. Like you're, you're just searching for casserole recipes on there and you're finding good results. Like you, you're, you know, you're looking up how to shuck an oyster on there and it, it, you, you've, you're learned, you're, you're an expert at it now. I did just shuck an oyster for the first time. I know, I know that, but just in context, I just wanted to leave it hanging there for a second. It sounded juicy and something kind of salty, you know, salty and drippy and sweet. Yeah, shucking an oyster, that could be a euphemism for something. something. In this case, it's just... It's painful. Let's put it this way. It's painful. Mildly pleasurable, but mostly painful. Yeah. Oh, do any kind of that kind of, that kind of thing. We do, have, we do have delicious oysters here on the West Coast. I, I just spent some time up in uh, up in in uh, Washington. Yeah, eat those good oysters. Pretty pretty mind blowing stuff up there. Yeah, the ones I got were from Washington. I think. Yeah, good. they have the best oysters. They're smaller. They're yeah, not they're too, guys. Like, like when I went to France, they, we went to, to like this good oyster place. It's like, oh, you got to go here. Okay, we went there. And they're like, okay, we got gave the oysters and they're these gigantic things, and I'm not, I'm not, you, and you, you have to like chew I, on. I, it them was for out five of control. Minutes. There was like twelve of them, and we were just sitting there, and I was like, oh, I can't do this, man. They were like giant. We, I ate like maybe, you know, I, I had whatever five to myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I just, and she was like, she came up, she's like, no, 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 you, no, no, look, and then she just started scraping with a knife in the oyster into Ugh. a pile, and she was like, there's all this stuff left, and I was like, lady, I'm going to throw up. Do you understand me? <laughs> I'm going to throw up now. That's what she wants. I just, like, I just, gra- she all of a sudden I grabbed onto her, you know, shoulder and I brought her close and, and, and she, uh, she just heard my belly t- rumble <laughs> and then she backed away. She knew she could tell. Yep. That was the grumble of, of, uh, you know, 
Yep. Well, it's like my only point of reference to a fancy French restaurant is that um, that Monty Python bit in oh, yeah. the meaning meaning of life when he eats the wafer yeah. and then he explodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of so, like that, but it was it's more like that. But it could have been the other way. We could be a rooster. Right. Yeah, you'd be roostering. I was like foaming at the mouth, and she's just feet. I'm like, please, lady. And she just keeps taking the bits and shoving it. You can hear her fingers are going deep down my throat like you would feed a medicine to a dog <laughs> or a cat, just you know? Cramming. You have to cram it to the back. Oh, uh, then it goes o- into oyster your- scraps. She <laughs> yeah. needs you with, to with finish. With bits of ice and shell and lemon seeds. <laughs> just, you know, and you're just forcing it down. And yep, you're at the mouth, please. And you don't know why the lady is, she looks so old and frail, but she is so strong. strong. She can take you, but one hand take your head and the other one just, yep. you know. That's that's the, the quintessential French fine dining French experience. Restaurant. That's why you. Why you want to go to a nice French restaurant. That was like the French French people. One thing I have to say about the French people is, man, I really admire their tenacity. Here comes racist diatribe (laughs) against the French. Look, (laughs) look, these people, if you look, just take one look at them. Look at any picture of them. I'll tell you the similarity between all these people, okay? Yep. The thing is, like, I'm sure you've been reading all the like the the Macron stuff, and he's like, he's yeah. like veering crazily to the right. I mean, he's always been a creep, oh, yeah. but I'm just like, I no, find that whole thing. What I was going to say is actually just the 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 the, uh, the way that they uh, they fight against their government is very inspiring. It's much harder than we do here. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just the politics in France uh, baffle me. It, it's yeah. It's oh, there's. A, I mean, there's tons. I mean, the the racism is like it's. I yeah, think it's, it's worse there than here. So yeah, if you can so imagine, too. it's much more segregated, much more. You don't see, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm not here to talk about that. I got to talk about you know other <laughs> kinds of stuff. Talk about cool uh, dentist innovations. Yeah. Um, I guess we're kind of out of time. Really we're out of time. We got to go. We got to go. We got to do stuff. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks to the people who have subscribed to the Patreon. Patreon.com yeah. forward slash Heavy Breather. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you all. Uh, uh, we record bonus episodes every single week, so if you're you just can't get enough uh, of the the X-ray show, you can find more there. Heavy breather. Uh, dot, dot net. net. It's our website. <laughs> For what it's worth, Go, just Google it. You'll just find Google it. it. We come I up after Google. all the Harley Davidson stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's my the, dad's company. He does yeah. all that stuff, so you can get that stuff. When money trickles down. Yeah, it's all. This is like, uh, yeah. Just, um, that's my daddy boy. I call him Daddy Boy. Our marketing scheme. It's pretty cool. Yep. Oh yeah, we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.